Well, welcome people to the first ever lore of Sonic. This is where me and the homie Crispy Chicken, uh, you will <laughs> you'll recognize him from the uh, Silence by Secrecy podcast that we do, and um, got some news coming on that front soon as well. But uh, again. I digress. Here we are here to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. He uh, was one of uh, a big part in my uh, gaming upbringing, I guess you would say. You know, one of the very first games that I got for my GameCube was Sonic Adventure 2. And uh, me and Crispy yeah. Chicken have just been wanting to dive into the world of Sonic, the characters, the games, the plot lines, and go through some what ifs and just some of our favorite moments. And, um, I'll go ahead and let him uh, take the floor about um, just starting off the conversation about how we got into Sonic and and what he kind of means to us. And then we'll kind of break down uh, his, not um, his classic games first, but we're going to dive into the adventure games. So uh, go ahead, Crispy Chicken. You got the floor, mate. Man, Sonic is my shit. Um, (laughs) I remember, just like you said, it was... It was the first game I got on GameCube. Uh, yeah, same. I my grandma took me. Yeah, I remember my grandma took me to uh, Walmart, and she was like, "You can pick. You, I get you a GameCube, or you can pick one game to go with it." And so I was looking at all the games and whatnot. You know, some cool stuff. Uh, Star Fox, I remember seeing and all that shit. But the main two. I landed, I was taking too long, and the main two I ended up looking at was Sonic Adventure 2 and Super Mario Sunshine. And I like, uh, she's like, just pick one of those and we gonna go. And I looked at Mario and I was like, this nigga look whack. And so I put him back and took Sonic Adventure 2 and, and Grandma didn't want to get it at first because I had a fist on the cover. And I was like, Grandma, <laughs> but outside of that, as the starter song, I didn't have a memory card at first, so I became real familiar with the first level. I could be a speed runner, but uh, glitches. But like just, just the, and of course I had Sonic Adventure Two Battle, so I didn't, I didn't get to experience the original. But uh, I missed the Dreamcast era. I was cool what I had 60 frames per second on the first game you ever got and you didn't even know it. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game. Oh my gosh, the 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 impact it's had on my life <laughs> and just all the characters that are introduced and how they interact with each other. And uh I got Sonic Adventure One a few years later. Uh my cousin gave it to me for my birthday. And Sonic Adventure 1 was like, uh, it was just different. I didn't think that these same characters would be linked in a in a way like that. Sonic Adventure 2 had good versus evil, but Sonic Adventure was us versus chaos, basically. But not everybody knew at the time. And it was just wild just seeing those kind of stories getting told with these not kid care. I didn't really, I mean, of course I was a kid at the time, but I didn't really think of them as like kid-friendly characters. I just thought they were animal people and that was cool. Uh, Kid-friendly was like Thomas and 
uh, Teletubbies and shit to me at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> the cuddly kind of stuff. You was like, nah, this yeah, is cool. Cause... Like you said, Sonic and Bobby yeah, cool. Not... He was a cool nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had it too. Old 90s ass nigga. Yeah. So, you know, and just his, like, in the music choice that they had, it was so diverse. It was, and seeing the characters interact in their world yeah. with humans in the background, you know, humans weren't weirded out by them. It's just like, oh, shit. Hey, Sonic. Like, you know, it was cool. It was just people. And, you know, it's just, it's like a little time. Considering where Sonic is now, it's interesting just to see how it used to be, like how regular Sonic is in his own world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's extended cut. I'll leave something to you as well, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, like you said, um, Sonic Adventure 2 will start it all. Likewise, I did not have a memory card, so yep, I got very familiar with the first couple of levels on each on the hero and the dark side, but um, it was one moment where I got stuck on the level. I was on the dark side, and I got to a point where I had never oh. gotten before, and I was like, I'm not turning my GameCube off. And I think I had that boy running for two uh-huh. days. And I two days, we had to go to EB Games or GameStop or something. I said, I need a memory card. I need it. Like, so finally went and got one. And was able to progress and it would be some time before i actually beat sonic adventure 2 and the sonic adventure right. but um i didn't beat them until me and you started hanging out more and uh you told me some of the ins and outs of each one so being able to just explore the characters and stuff like that and then it was like a few years later that i had a grasp of the story and how they were interlocking and stuff like that uh-huh. So yeah, as a story, it didn't really hit me until a few years after, but just as a game and how fun it was to control and stuff, like, yeah, Sonic Adventure was a very good um, introduction, I guess you could say, to my, like, independent gaming. It was my, my GameCube was the first system I had that was mine, you know? I think I had a 64 before, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, I had a 64 that I shared with my brother, and then a 64 that I had got, like, I think right before the GameCube came out at, from, like, a flea market or something. Right. So, <laughs> it was like, I got a GameCube the year it came out. I got it with Sonic and uh, Batman Vengeance, Metroid Prime, and I was like, okay, this, looking back now, it's a pretty tight lineup, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, boy, you got a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So, so that was a good year, but this one was the, Sonic was the one that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is the one. I love this. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. back on a uh, Sonic Adventure one or two, like, I guess, what else uh, do you love about those? It's kind of like a, a retrospective and some things that you would change or, um, yeah, we can start off with that. Uh, but let me what's up, Sonic Adventure. Let me ask you this real. Yeah, what's up? Let me ask you this real quick. What's a boss that you had trouble with in either game? In either game. Yeah, because I couldn't be. The Bigfoot at the City Escape for the life of me. I don't know what was wrong with him. I could wreck the hell out of the the hot shot on Shadow Side, but I could not beat Bigfoot. Hmm. You know, the, now that I think about the Bigfoot, I don't, I don't think the Bigfoot gave me that much trouble. It was like, I remember like hopping around on the boxes and stuff like that. But. Uh-huh. Then, I remember I just, I think I did it by accident. Like I just jumped off one of the boxes into his uh into the cockpit when he was flying by. 
and I saw him flash, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, that's how you kill him. And um, yeah, so that so I don't I don't remember being too stuck on that for too long, but I definitely like I said I remember um, having to redo it over and over because I didn't have a memory card that was annoying. <laughs> Up and mm-hmm. a boss that gave me trouble and Sonic DX. I can't remember what the name of the last um, egg. It was it like Egg Viper or something like that. I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, Egg Viper. Yeah, that one uh, was a light. I didn't really lose too much health on any of the the chaos uh, forms. And then Sonic Adventure Two, man, man, man. I had me uh, as the kids say these days a, a heated gamer moment <laughs> back when I was uh, like the bio lizard not in uh, with shadow oh uh, yeah bio lizard with shadow I'm gonna have to go with that one from Sonic Adventure 2 that boss battle right there pull, pull your hair out especially the last little phase where you're floating through the air and you gotta make it yeah not touching nothing man I always can't get hit twice always over to catch my ass when I ain't have no rings I was like what the fuck I uh, I had quite a few game overs on that one, but it made the scene after it with the super transformation and all that. Oh, so satisfying. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Uh, it's good. I, had, I had a little trouble. What's up? Oh, I had a little trouble with that boss too, but uh, <laughs> I I only got to the end phase. I remember specifically, I only got to the end phase twice. But that first, the first few waves, just going back and forth and getting swept up by that current. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> this time that jump, and you fall in the current and <laughs> get swept away. Even the second time I got to it, but the first time I was like, "Oh, this is bullshit." <laughs> now he, oh man. But yeah, I just, yeah, I feel you on that one. Yeah, and I was saying, like, since um, Sonic Adventure 2, like, that was the first game I played, and um, Shadow, I just, I thought him and uh, Sonic were both cool, like, you know, City Escape, you have that introduction to Sonic, you know, diving out the airplane and freaking, I don't even know what you call it, snowboarding, street streetboarding, <laughs> yeah. streetboarding, yeah. and the first time, like, that was like, 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 that was a very good, uh, introduction to him but then also when i made it to radical highway with shadow and just like the way that he moved like with the skates in his shoes and stuff like the boosters in his shoes like, yeah tight and the way his hair was and plus red and black is one of my favorite color schemes so um so off rip it was just like man um shadow was my nigga and going all the way to the end of the game like that like i said that was a boss battle for me i felt like was very very personal <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bio lizard. Um, I'd say the uh, the the one in Sonic Adventure one that gave me the most trouble was probably the same one, Egg Viper. Yeah. That's because I didn't have the memory card, so every time I would get there, I had to fight it again, and I was just like, damn. I don't want to. I want to play other people's stories, so I just quit fighting them. <laughs> I unlocked everybody and started playing other people's stories. But uh, well, damn nigga, how long did you go with the memory card? <laughs> you was getting to the end, of the Sonic story every time you played, <laughs> bro. 
It was a grip, but it was a lot easier than Sonic Adventure too. Very true, yeah. Because like the movement was so much more free. I could skip levels. Yeah. I got real good at that snowboarding section and shit. That level. Uh, yeah, and so it was. It was just a up to a debate of me getting up to unlock a character and then switching to him. Yeah. Uh, and so what's the call it? Uh, I remember, I say this, I remember when I first saw the Chaos Control, I had no context. So when I finally beat the Bigfoot, uh, I just saw this like, and something about the color scheme was beautiful, but the way like shadows silhouette, like the red and all these colors, the way it contrasts with the colorful background and the Bigfoot's yellow and green and shit that he's standing on. Yeah. It's just like you can't miss them, and like, and then the, you just look at him into that music. I'll start with this. Like I was like, oh shit, who is this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> this is my reward for this, for beating this finally, and it's just this hardcore ass. Okay, well it's cool because at least I know Sonic's fast, and then it's the chaos control. Poof. And when I was younger, even when I was younger, I noticed Sonic couldn't even turn his head to look at him as he was going by. But like, it's a, it, once I learned later that it was a teleport at the end of the game, I was like, Sue, Sonic just saw somebody teleport. That's fucking nuts. Uh-huh. Like warp through space. And so that's when I was like, okay, well this guy Sonic must be able to do something crazy. And then as the games went on, I'm not going to get too into it, but Sonic Heroes making the tornadoes and Sonic Adventure 1, the light speed dash, like, knowing the and where it, like, the what they call it, the uh, ancient light and, like, bouncing off an enemy quick, I was like, damn, that's probably happening a lot faster than it's showing. So my my mind just always went to that next level and, like, yeah, Sonic just seemed like he had so much potential, so that definitely made me fall in love with him. My nigga's knuckles, though. We gonna get into that later. <laughs> like I said, it's the, these are particular. They didn't do him all the justice in the world in these games, so we gonna get to him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm a, I guess nah, I, I say they did him more justice. I said, yeah, I guess than they did him recently. But I guess I'm thinking more recently. Yeah, not so much the adventure games, but like more boom and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they have. I think fuck oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. You're right. Uh, uh, yeah, Knuckles. He wasn't. That's how. That's since we had good characters. Mm-hmm. I was about to get into Knuckles' music selection before I get into that. Before I forget, um, the power ups when you said the light speed dash, that made me think about I loved in Sonic mm. Two, dripping out all the characters and the goggles and the rings yeah, and stuff oh like that. God. People don't like that, but I love that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like, have minds on the version to take them off. Yeah, like it was so tight because you just you look at a character and it's like, oh dang! Like you look at somebody's vanilla Sonic and somebody's Sonic that got that's pimped out. You're like, oh, you've been around at every stage. You got the power ups. Yeah, you can go through a level and go wherever you want to. <laughs> right. I wanna. Yeah, we need an option to bring that back because, like, even in Sonic Generations, you could purchase upgrades, but nothing was visual. But like, that would be a great that'd be a great little addition. You bring callbacks from, like Injustice does, bring callbacks from the comics yeah. since the IDW shit is going on now. Man. Oh, yeah. 
if you don't mind. So yeah, but those, I always thought the Pirates were tight. But yeah, getting back to Knuckles, Knuckles um, was up there with Shadows, one of my favorites, because the music for his stages were always the best, man. Pumpkin Hill, the Wild Canyon, the way they told the stories with his uh, stage themes so tight and just the music in man. general for sonic adventure 2 i remember just being in the the background music stage i mean uh that menu and the options and i'm just yeah. be sitting there doing my homework just letting the game roll yep i'll be sitting there doing my homework just letting the soundtrack to the freaking gameplay it was awesome uh-huh i remember uh my grandma used to take the controller gamecube controllers from us to uh, <laughs> stop us from playing the I game remember that. and we had to add yeah, we had to ask her, like, hey, can we get the controls? All right, I bet you had them by 6 30, and it'd be like 4 o'clock, and we'd be like, damn. And so, <laughs> I, uh, I remember we had a broken controller. We had a broken controller we had hidden in the room, and we would use the, uh, and whenever they, we, we thought they wouldn't, you know, look at it, they wouldn't see us, we would pull out the controller and plug it in and go to the soundtrack or, we start up a game and let the intro play a few times and get real acquainted with the intro cinematics or the whatever was playing on that game. So that's why I love intro cinematics so much because I used to just turn the game on with no controller and just watch them. Some games would be like, oh, you need to have a controller connected. And I'm like, well, damn, I'm about to turn it off. Or I just plug in the fake one real quick, get past that screen, and then unplug it on <laughs> But I'd have to say that Sonic Adventure 2's like intro demo reel is like embedded into my mind. Like the race with Sonic and Shadow, and then on Mad Space with uh, Knuckles and Rouge, and uh, what's it called? Sonic always gets the, uh, here we go, here I go. And running down to like that shit, and then Eggman and Tails battling it out on the pyramid top. It's just like in the music, like just hearing all the music, like the ding, the ding, the ding, the ding, I was just like, ooh, like just the, it just puts you in the mood instantly. It's like, ah, yeah. So that that game, like specifically. Sonic Adventure 2 has a, and of course Sonic Adventure 1 and their intro showing the cutscenes and stuff and Gamma, Amy protected Gamma from Sonic and all that shit. It's just like, it's literally showing you what's to come in this adventure. It's like, how do they get to these places? Like, they're so different. Like, you're, it literally goes from space to the ruins to a, like a pyramid to the city to space again <laughs> just with robots instead of planets <laughs> it's like jesus and the game ties them together so so interestingly it doesn't even have to be well it's just like prison island to downtown metropolis and then you know what i mean like it's just it's just an interesting set of levels and and then i remember you when i've I told you, you know, some shit, and I came back, and you had 100% at the game, and I like Green Hill. And, nigga, I, I was playing the Genesis Green Hills because I had my little Sega Genesis plug-and-plays. And so I, I hadn't seen Green Hill and you know, wow, that was before they abused it. <laughs> like, that entire game was original levels. What, no chemical plant? What, no? I mean, the closest you could say is... uh. You know, maybe that Sonic 3 uh, desert level, I can't think of the name right now, but, you know, it's compared to the 
Hey, but even then, this is like an egg fortress, a true egg fortress. Yeah. Before he was, you know, regulated to air fleets and shit. <laughs> and then going, I'm just, I'm just going through the sand ocean though, like just, you know, seeing how Eggman has set up things to combat the the military of the world it was just crazy. Now he's like a joke, more so with plans that fail, but. They don't show how effective this nigga used to be in these games. Like nuking Station Square. <laughs> fucking moon. <laughs> I can't even blow up, so let me go arm it myself. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> don't you got robots? <laughs> so, yeah, that shit. I just had to go on my little rant, though. Like, that game really left an impression just with, like you said, the music selection but the set pieces behind the music, like you said, like they always told the story of the area. Like, yeah, that shit is nutty. The way that they got Eggman, like Eggman, yeah, he really did strike fear. Like he was a good antagonist. Even in Sonic Adventure 2, when it was like towards the end, ended up being like you all working together. It was still like the, uh-huh. And yeah, he was a solid motherfucker. Yeah, like he had that vibe about it to where he was like, you know what I'm saying? We can work together to do this, but I'm still going to be on my shit. Eggman land for life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Uh, that would be that shit crazy, though, ain't it? <laughs> and I, actually, on that note, I was kind of thinking so, me and you, we always talk about how we want to do like a Sonic Adventure 3. And. We won't get right. too much into like what that story would look like because you know we'd we'd have to talk about a bunch of other Sonic stuff and you know with the, with the purposes of this show, you know I feel like it'd be cool to kind of make that like sort of a main event at some point where we break down how we would do mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure three. But leading up to that point, just want to talk about the story and how they intertwine. Like, what do you what elements of the stories in Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure two would you kind of want to see trans transfer to a Sonic Adventure 3 like how much of a focus should the Chaos Emeralds play who should be like the big bad should Eggman you know what I'm saying be like the top third should it be something above him or like what you think what elements should we carry over from these two stories because I really like how they have the parallel going with uh, how you brought it the last time we were talking about you got Sonic Adventure where you see these ancient echidnas and chaos and how that happened. And you see how humans trying to recreate that stuff in Sonic Adventure 2 leads to the bio lizard and all that shit, ultimate life forms and whatnot. Yeah, it's like another round of chaos. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm thinking, so so what do you want to see? Is that what you think, like, for, for Sonic Adventure 3, like, another round of, of chaos? Nah, I was going to say, uh, or, I, I would want taking over I would want the uh, the the nefarious Eggman RIP to Dean Bristol that was the voice of Eggman that was so menacing uh, they said away with you before I turn you into mincemeat like what Ooh, like chills nigga you said that to Tails but like you know an Eggman that's not goofy all the time cause you know that's his main problem now like you can't take him seriously. You can take Bowser more seriously than Eggman. He said, "You know that hurts me to think, goddamn like, it." <laughs> yeah, like that's fucked up. Like this big goofy looking ass nigga, but like, you know, Eggman isn't scary anymore. He's like, okay, we well, you know he's gonna lose. 
but like you know, Eggman used to get a lot of W's before. Like, think about the whole story of Sonic Adventure 2. He got a dub right at the beginning. Iron Gate is the first thing that happens in the Sonic Adventure 2 story. Nigga busts into a military base and frees the ultimate life form. Well, I, I bet. Then he then he gets, uh, what is it, six emeralds? No. He ends up with six emeralds, and they, yeah, they power up the Eclipse Cannon, and they blow up half the moon. He makes an ultimatum to the world. And then, like, you know, he's not even thinking about Eggman Land yet. He's, I mean, you know, it's on his radar. But, like, nigga, he, he's about to subdue the plan. He's about to make him submit type shit. And, like, you know, it just hit different. Like, stake, the stakes were there, and you felt like you were really racing against time. Like, when Eggman kidnapped Amy with the gunpoint, you're playing Crazy Gadget. I, I hate that when you're playing free play, you can't ha hear the voice cues. But when you're playing on story mode, and he's like, Sonic, hurry up. If you don't get out, uh, get over here, she will die. It's like, oh, my God. I'm running through space trying to figure out how to navigate this 3D maze. I'm like, hey, we about to die. <laughs> right. Right. And the reason is, I feel like the reason is because, because I love playing through it now. That's one of my oh, favorite yeah, once levels. You figure it out, yeah. But I feel like the reason is because, yeah, I feel like the reason it's so hard is because the first run through is it's a difficult level and you're like getting pressure. There's no time limit, but Eggman is dogging you. Like, he's like, you know, -ah, -ah, you know, and it's just interesting. Uh, but that's the first thing, the nefarious Eggman. And the second thing is the unique uh, landscapes. Like, like I say, Dry Lagoon is a 3D exploration level was magical to me as a kid. And like the music and how it all falls together, I always wanted to, I, I, I literally used to climb to the very top of the level and manipulate the camera to where I could look at the skybox just cause I wanted more of the level to explore. And so like, cause like the backgrounds were like temples and stuff. It was like, it was like Wild Canyon in the background is what it yeah. looked like. And like the same background was in Wild Canyon if you climbed up. So these places were close to each other. And so I always wanted to like, you know, be able to go to find a way to his knuckles as levels as Rouge or something like that. You know, just I wanted bigger levels. And so I'd have to say that I, I don't, you know, of course, bigger levels don't have to be a thing. It, you know, of course, it would be natural if they do bring it over. But I just want levels that make you want to explore them like finding that finding the way inside that little water cage jail cell and dry lagoon yeah. first time grabbing onto that turtle that's swimming around like imagine shit like that like playing his knuckles and you could grab onto a hover car or something that's going by and it takes you to another part of the city as you're looking for like you know say you're looking for entrances into a sec uh, secure building and there's 20 entrances and only four of them are accessible so you got to find the four out of the two you know what i mean just some some different things to look for that would might involve exploring yeah. around and like different different types of like vertical levels and sonic adventure were awesome because it was it was interesting trying to find a way up instead of forward like doing the eggman level uh in space where you had to you know climb up the shafts and use your use your floatiness to your event like that you know just the the levels that had gimmicks that weren't like spread throughout the whole game 
like level gimmicks like a wisp instead of having a wisp that every time you see this kind of platform or you know you got to use it or sonic uh forces you have to have the right weapon like no nah, this just it's just you float on this level or this level has high speed trains that you got to watch out for or something you know what i mean like le- level gimmicks that were that that are more like set pieces but the levels built around those yeah so like because that's to me that's what made sonic sonic level so memorable like aquatic mind is level water level changing gimmick uh media herd just has height in general and having to climb through excuse me that's the biggest level uh mad space and the gravity wild canyon and the big uh, wind tunnel and digging through the walls to find secret rooms and stuff like you know just just you know shit that makes you want to come back and explore more and you get rewarded for exploring but that's those are two main things and the nefarious eggman and the exploration based uh level design like you know you sonic to jump off ramps or something to get to secret areas like sonic adventure one but with a sonic adventure two you know access to other moves like other movement yeah. options yeah, I definitely feel you on the level of design because Wait. I feel like just looking at Sonic Adventure 2, yes, yeah, City Escape versus Metal Harbor versus Green Forge, you know, they all have those distinct feels. Even if there's like just small little things like whipping around on the vine and Green Forge, you know, it just gives it gives that level yeah. its, uh, its own personality. It doesn't feel tapped on. Or getting bombed in a yeah, getting bombed on aircraft yeah. carriers. So yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that. Um, I know you brought up like the verticalness and like playing with Knuckles and Eggman, and it made me think: How would the gameplay styles go? Like, what characters would, like would be playable? You know, thing. Because I, I did. The only thing is, like I said, not knowing the story of Sonic Adventure Two like that. Um, I saw Eggman walling mm-hmm. out in the beginning, but the way that they structured the gameplay, it made it seem like he was Tails is like. Him and Tails were enemies, and that kind of carried over from uh, Sonic yeah. Adventure One. And I didn't really know that, um, you know, with Tails, you know, saving motherfuckers with the Station Square and Sonic Adventure One. So it's like, yeah. okay, like when you have all that story and stuff like that, it's like, okay, I yeah, know these are like the two inventor geniuses and stuff like that. And even not knowing that, the way that they told it through gameplay with them both being in the mechs and stuff. You know, even though looking back, you know, through interviews and right. stuff, I hear it's more of a it was more of a time restriction. But even still, it kind of helped inform the um, the story through gameplay. So, like, what characters would you want to have playable, and how would they um, their relationships carry over from the story in these games? Because we got you know Rouge, Knuckles, like I mentioned, Tails uh, and Eggman. So, how should the lore? Um, or I guess if you want to explore the lore of these games more, you can Man. before you get into how you'd want to see it incorporated into a third. I say it like this. Um, the For people that don't know, Sonic Adventure 2 was originally just going to be Sonic, Knuckles, and Eggman playable. But they wanted to capitalize on the concept of duality, so they added Shadow for Sonic, Rouge for Knuckles, and Tails for Eggman as the counterpart so that's why tails isn't doing his normal gameplay of being you know just flying and running around and shit and curling to a ball uh 
So, I have to say that I'd like a Sonic, a Knuckles, an Eggman style game, like a shooter, but I'd like it to be either Omega or um, somebody else that we could trust because Gamma's gone and RP, we can't mm-hmm. bring him back. But, like, I'm not sure. Somebody, I, I want another shooting section, but it's speed based like Gamma's levels. Because Gamma's levels were tight. If there was no time limit, they would be a little different. But because there's a time limit, you have to pick up a flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't linger. But at the same time, if you're cold, you can get a bunch of time at once. And then go explore a little bit. And then, like, it's a little frantic. But you feel like you're a robot on a mission. And, you you know, you're going to get killed if you don't do it in a certain amount of time. <laughs> uh and that was an interesting take on it. It doesn't have to be like that, but you know, something that involves uh, uh, an artillery bringer, because Omega was well, weighed two tons and half his body weight is ammo or some shit like that. Like he, with a backstory like that, I don't even know if that's from the game or the comics, but like Sonic characters, like it's more than just Sonic fighting back against yeah. Eggman. But we haven't seen that in so long. So, but the characters that they do bring back are always out of place. Like, what classic Sonic doing? Why is Silver back again? What's Blaze doing here? Like, you know, they're nice characters, but like these are different dimensions. And the Chaos Emeralds, I, I to answer your earlier thing, I do want the Chaos Emeralds to play a huge role in it because you know they're all power. But I want the Super Emeralds mm-hmm. to come back. Cause like that was a whole different level. Like you could really go in other dimensions with that. And uh what's it call it? The the special zones, uh, and all those kinds of things. Like I don't want those, but character wise, I would want to bring a, a a jet into it, uh to have his own uh, type of gameplay where it's uh, maybe an open world exploration you gotta get to places or something I remember him from um, those Riders games right? You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah Jet the oh, Hawk yeah. <laughs> He was kinda cool You can be one of his <laughs> You can be one of his people and of course his gameplay style had their own selection of people that had that style so Sonic's would have, you could be Shadow in certain Sonic style levels but you know, you could switch characters once you, you know, in yeah. free play mode. Where you can play a Sonic Shadow be. level and stuff but, like um, that. Yeah. You know, or you could be like Mighty or some shit in the Knuckles level. Uh, and like, you know, bring back, I want to bring back characters that are in Sonic's time. Because like, Jet and them haven't been seen in a while, even though I, I don't really fuck with them. But in Sonic Riders, when I go back and get the cutscenes and experience it, I'm like, these dudes were hilarious. Like, they were they were annoying when they were around Sonic and them, but that's just how they are. They're like a bunch of birds. They're just, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> just talking shit. But, uh, what's it called? Bean and Bark have one at post. No, wait, I'm sorry. Knack and Bark have one at posters. And I think Bean, too. And uh, uh, Sonic Generations, I need them to come back. Um, but you can splice them in. But with a shooting gameplay, you could put Knack in there, 
and he can have his pop guns. Uh, he could put Bark into, I don't know, Knuckle State. I don't know. You know, you probably want a brawler character yeah. too, but they will be maybe in alternate paths and certain, you know, maybe you could have some universal characters that can do a little bit of everything, like an Eggman robot or something. You know, just just a diverse set of characters like they do in games now where some people are like, Leg- I-, I hate to, not even I hate to, but Lego, Lego games okay. got it down. They have characters that are unique, like with their uh, animations and shit and their mannerisms, but they can do certain things. That so it's kind of like, like they got a, a good class system, you kind of mean? Like, yeah, you have these, like, that all do a certain yeah. thing, and some in this certain class of character, these unique ones do their own thing. Yeah, and they can, some of them can splice over, like in Sonic, uh, Sonic Riders, how you got some flight flight speed characters if you put the you know tools together right like or you can have some power you know power flight characters or whatever but you know you can have like a speed shooter and that could be knack you could play as you could play them in a sonic level but instead of spin dashing you got to shoot people instead you still have a homing attack but maybe you know like the Sonic Forces, you have a grappling hook that he uses yeah. instead. You know, some shit like that. Like, so that's what I mean. Like, so in terms of characters, I say four gameplay styles: mech, exploration, uh, hunting, and uh, speed, of course. But speed is uh, going to be specifically like, like high a, speed. What's it called? Like a like a jungle gym base not a jungle gym like a theme park oh, okay. so, the there's a bunch of shit to do around like but yeah it's going to be speed based yeah but it's going to be speed based so like you said like it's going to be fully you know of course 3d but and it's not going to be all boosted based but there's going to be a lot of doohickeys around that you can use to get your speed up yeah. along different paths so yeah i like will that. say i i like this i like, like the boost oh, formula like, but i think um we'll get into it when you it's time to... Oh, time yeah. to go. She time for the boost. Knocked them rings up. Oh. Yeah, that boy that was high off the crack. But we'll get into it when we get to the HD uh. side of games. But yeah, that boost formula, the only knock I have on it is mm-hmm. that it kind of, you didn't really have a lot of time to, to take in the level around you. Like there were some moments right. where it slowed down, but man, when you was boosting, you was, you was gone. And there was so much good architecture and shit. It's like, don't, I wouldn't get it. Couldn't even look at it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Go ahead with the, the level design. No, I was just saying, you yeah. couldn't even look at it. All that, all that good design, you just couldn't even see yeah, it. You couldn't appreciate it like that. And I wouldn't mind, you know, them having straightaway sections on there where it just, you know, the level's been building up to it and you get to a point. It's like, like maybe like the boost meter, maybe it Maybe it fills up a lot slower to where it's like, okay, how much boost have you amassed to this point? Mm. All right, let it go. And I also want to, I'll throw this in there real quick. I want a boost that starts off slow and gets faster the longer you hold it. I don't know why they haven't done that yet, but that'd be perfect to have like a, uh, you know, you start holding and he's just, ah, and you know, he doesn't have to have a sound every time where he says, huh? And you see him crouch down and his legs start doing the figure eight. And then he, after maybe five, six seconds or something, but you got to maintain it. 
and then longer you hold it, the faster you can go yeah, to a max speed. But like that would make it worth it. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you know what you're doing, if you can manage it, of course you're gonna be getting rings and killing enemies and getting whatever you need to keep it up so that you can optimize. But yeah, like that that's that's what I like. That's that would be tight. But yeah. I like that though, having to breaking it down into those uh gameplay styles and it's just like, hey, you might you got characters, you know what I'm saying, that you don't have to you know, including them, as long as they fit into these four categories, it's not going to be like all all these conflict, right. conflicting gameplays. Like, no, nah, no, nah. like this person is a mech character. They do, you know, something a little different than Omega, who does a little something different than this person, but they mechs. And Sonic and Shadow move a little different. They use yeah. chaos energy a little different, but they speedsters. So, yeah, that'd be hard. And I, I just throw this in there real quick. Just to capitalize on it, a combo system would be perfect for every kind of like getting rings or killing enemies or whatever. There's different ring combos, enemy combos, trick combos, whatever. And they can stack at the same time. But for every type of combo, it bumps your speed up just a little bit. Have you played Diablo? Yeah. Three, yeah. Three. Not all the way through, but I'm good. You know how when you like. Go ahead. Yeah. You know how when you like knock like break a bunch of vases and stuff, you get that little temporary speed yeah. boost for a while. Something like that, but tied to the combos. Ring bonus gives you like at the max probably 0.5 times percent extra speed. Enemy combos get you 1.5 times, so that's two percent or two times extra speed. And the trick combos might get you an extra 0.5 or one. So you, you know as you're going off your your character is speeding up and they have little cooldowns that you know like double yeah. make cry combos the more you attack and stuff you got to keep them up but once they go out you lose you get the bonus but you lose the effects or whatever like something like that tied to the speed for like because then that would boost up the mech characters like you know you could speed run a mech stage by just getting a bunch of combos and then you're just flying through the stage like I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, they could they could have multiple gameplay styles. They just need trade-offs yeah. for what we're doing. Like, there was no trade-off for fishing. None whatsoever. <laughs> you couldn't get lives. You couldn't... You just sitting there fishing. There was no trade-off for snowboarding or kart racing outside of the emblems, but they were fun to do to an extent. Like, so that's what I mean. You know, just something, something, something secondary to look forward to, but... I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to get no, that out real quick. No, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Ain't no cutting off. We just, we just shooting it, talking. Because I was thinking about what you were saying just now. That combo system made me think about how basically you're incentivizing people. You know, hey, you want to go faster? You know, even if you're not using Sonic, um, like speed running as a mech character, yeah, you know, actually engage in the combos. Uh, you know, breaking open stuff and collecting stuff, and yeah, you get to go through faster. I think, yeah, that'll, um, that's a good, what do you call it? Intrinsic goal, intrinsic motivation, intrinsic gameplay, you know? So, yeah, so that'd be tight. Yeah. And then you had a couple upgrades yeah. behind the speed. You might have to get a combo with the long jump or something, and then you get the long jump special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some shit. All right, so yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, with 
Eggman being the main villain again and the Chaos Emeralds coming back and like being a major part of it, I think that would be cool. Um, so, but it got me thinking about like the last act. We want to get too ahead of ourselves, of course, talking about how we would have the end of the game be or stuff. But between the first two Sonic Adventures, um, which uh, final showdown is your favorite? Man, I have to say chaos. Like the buildup was too real. Sonic Adventure Two is my my probably my favorite cutscene leading yeah, up to I the boss. But Sonic Adventure One has my favorite boss experience. Like chaos was just so because right from the beginning of the game, the see in the city station square, and then flood, nigga. It's like, oh, shit. I just saw all those people. I didn't see them die, yeah, but they're dead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, they're definitely dead. <laughs> and what's to call it? Like, leading up to the game and going through Station Square and just having that hanging over your head every time you start up the game, knowing what's going to happen and knowing that you're fighting this chaos creature that's getting more powerful as the game is going on. And like going through the ruins and seeing the murals and all this prophecy of Armageddon coming and it's just like it's just the build up is so crazy and then when you get to the last story and you see that cutscene but without the music playing it's just like ambiance and then and it's like an extended version it's just like oh my god I didn't see this in the intro and like you don't see any of the characters reacting to the end, like tails flying through the building or nothing, but like you can imagine it happening and just seeing the aftermath. And then he one shots the egg carrier that you've been fighting for the second half of the game. It's just like, oh shit, this is another level. And like, how are we going to fix this? <laughs> like, even when the game completes, the city's still flooded. <laughs> but all that to say that, like, you know, Sonic Adventure 2 wrapped it up in a nice little bowl, but Sonic Adventure 1 was just fucking sad at the end. Like, that's two characters that technically died that were built up throughout the whole story is Gamma uh, and his whole family, essentially. But knowing from what knowing what I knew from the Genesis games, I know there's Flickies and Eggman robots, so it was like, ah. Like, it made me feel that in a game the first time. And, uh... And then leading up to chaos and him getting peace and finding out he was just angry from, you know, everything being taken from him and all that. It's like a level of understanding that I got even as a kid. And it's just like, this is a this is a hell of a story. And so, like, yeah, it, it wrapped it up nice. And I think that's why I like that one, that experience a little bit more as a whole. But... Sonic Adventure 2, the reason I like that and like I do is because of Sonic Adventure 1's and coming up on that shrine and the parallels of the Biolizard yeah. and Chaos and like you know, later finding out that that was their attempt at recreating Chaos with the with the power of the Emeralds and that's why the Eclipse Cannon can harness it like that and all those all the, everything just gets tied up. That's why I say it wraps it up in a nice little bow and puts everything back and opens it up for a yeah. whole new adventure. And then Sonic Heroes happens and puts it on the next level, but yeah, Sonic Sonic Adventure One started it. Okay, I dig that for sure. Uh, 
I mean, I, I just throw this in there real quick, too. Even Sonic Heroes ties it up even more with Metal Sonic being in the case in Sonic Adventure 1. You remember that capsule he was standing in? I think I do on the air carrier, you mean? Oh my yeah. yeah, inside yeah. the in the Mystic Ruins. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. Eggman base. Metal Sonic was in there. And like so technically he knew about Chaos. So in Sonic Heroes, when he's going after Froggy to get the Chaos data, it like it ties it in even more. So you know, it's just like that that Sonic Venture One first 3D outing started a lot of shit that was relevant in a lot of Sonic games that they're trying to since it's not relevant at all anymore, even Chow right. aren't mentioned anymore. But they were like all that shit was a big part of this chaos world that Sonic lived in, or chaotic, I guess. But I say chaos because it's like a force. It's like gamma rays and Marvel or some shit <laughs> turn Sonic's eyes green and all that shit. But that's the long version of saying that, like, yeah, they they started a hell of a lore. Uh, for me, I would have to say that, yeah, between the two, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 is for reasons that I mentioned earlier. And um, just something that while we touched on the music earlier, like, goddamn, live and learn. It will, mm. it, it's burned into my memory. It's going to be like the day I die. It's probably going to be the last words I say, the last song I sing in my head before I die. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just. <laughs> definition that. for me it was like uh, having more experience with Sonic Adventure 2 before Sonic Adventure it's similar to how seeing Shadow um, how evil he was in the beginning and stuff and then going through that hell of a boss battle at the end and then seeing that cutscene where they transform and um, take it, but I, I don't think the battle itself was too difficult I don't think either of them were too difficult um but, what? Well, let me take that back because there was a time I do remember playing against the bio lizard, <laughs> and when you get close, for some reason they would just miss, like they would just miss that little boil, and he would hit uh, you with one of his attacks. Yeah, and like, oh my god, I gotta switch out with rings. I oh, I, he's getting too close to the earth. I, I do remember getting tripped up a couple of times, but I don't remember getting as angry on, on that phase the super fight as I did it when it was just shadow versus the lizard so I don't remember feeling as angry so maybe that's why I'm saying that but um but yeah just that whole uh battle the music you know my nigga shadow fall to his doom supposedly after that you know I was like oh man it it, it did it for me and then having that yeah that nice somber moment on the ship where everybody's just chilling and then and the, the song starts back up and I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, this is it for me. I love it. <laughs> what the... Oh, bro, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta lay it down real quick, bro. The way they were reminiscing over this crazy-ass yes. adventure they just had. And, like, it really humbled them, like, all. Eggman, like you mentioned earlier, Eggman, you know, he's Eggman, life, uh, Eggman Land for Life, Fuck the World. He was like, did my... But was my grandfather really about yeah. to kill like everybody? Like, really, what he wanted to do, like for what what he wanted to be his legacy, and it tells we're all in this together. But that shit, like, 
and then like you said the with the with the space station drifting behind the planet it's just like you then there want to cry and then like you like oh that beat come in with it damn oh my god and then like the whole scene changes nothing the the space station still drifting but it's like now live and learn this plan it's just like yeah nigga we did that shit. That's just all it makes you feel like. Yeah, you see that shit back in space, nigga. Look at that nah, shit. That's what it does. That's why I I love being a Sonic Adventure, but Sonic Adventure 2, <laughs> man, just gets me in that mood to where I'm like, let's let's take over. Let's do it. Let's fucking do, do what we came to do. I feel it. We can take on the oh, world. Yeah. Like for me, that it, the adventure of that game, being stuck on Crazy Gadget, and then being stuck on that boss battle and finally beating it, and then yeah, when that music kicked in, the credits hit, and at the end they got the little silhouette of Shadow over the Earth. I'm like, yeah, this is a good one. Uh huh. So yeah, I hope that um. Well, no, you can go ahead. I was. I will say they they made me cry when I. I beat the game, and they had their, uh, their son, the doo, doo, doo. Yeah, that's it was yeah. Shadow, yeah, the ultimate life form. They had that little flashback. I was like, mm. yeah, we really went through a lot together. It made me not want to play through the game oh, anymore, yeah. but I loved it too much. I, I asked you a question real quick. What's, what's your favorite set of events from Adventure One and Adventure Two, like, well, I say in terms of favorite, you can pick between favorite or the one that stood out most to you. I'd say in Sonic Adventure One, it was it was probably the Mystic Ruin. The I can't remember exactly because it's been a minute since I played through it. Like, you know, what I'm saying stage to stage mm -hmm. but it was the point where or maybe just the not the singular point but when you realize what all went down with the kit and the tribe in the past and stuff like that i would say just because it mm -hmm. was like that aha moment and seeing yeah you kind of saw where things were going what um and again, uh, what's his name? Knuckles being one of the last of his kind, you know? I always thought that um, yeah. was a good like kind of jumping off point to where if they really wanted to do something with Knuckles in the adventure games with that, they could. Um, but yeah, like I said, just Sonic right. Adventure uh, 1, not playing through it as many times. Um, that was my favorite moment. Uh, first couple of times playing through that game. Um, in Sonic Adventure 2, the part that I like think about often, I gotta say it's probably one of my favorites, is when Shadow was, I forget, I think it was after his fight with uh, Sonic, or yeah, because he, it was White Jungle, and he was on his way to save Rouge. And just that part mm -hmm. where, where one, is some bullshit because she finished, she like found the timer. Like, I want to break this down real quick because at first, like, I was like, one, this is dumb, but at the same time, Shadow did his thing. 
she's like, okay, yeah, uh, set the timer. Uh, he, Eggman tells her, set the timer for 15 minutes. And she's like, okay, five minutes. And he's like, I'm like, what? 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 Why do I only have five minutes to do this level? Uh, he said, set it for 15, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> so then on top of that, you do that. And then what, you gotta have a, um, there's like a boss battle with, um, with a Bigfoot robot. With Rouge, I was not feeling it. I did not like doing that boss fight. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right. And then you beat the robot, but yeah, then she's no. sitting there fucking passed out about to die. I'm like, what is the point of this level? <laughs> not only did you not give yourself enough time, you beat the boss, but you're still about to die. Hey. I don't get it. So so that was so yeah, this was, was like rough. just like boiling in my brain. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and then you see she Shadow just listen hears her uh, on the radio like I need help. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm with Shadow. I'm like, nah, bro, she fucking stupid. But then he has that little, he has that little flashback, and he's like, yeah. ah, troublemaker. And he goes back for her, and just I yeah. always I visualize it in my head like <laughs> that scene, how it's stylized. If it's like an anime or something like that, how like Shadow like runs in there, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I was just about it. to say that. Yeah, it gets him out of the right before the, the island explodes. Cause yeah, I remember I think I got farther on the, uh-huh. the dark side than the than the hero side my first time playing it. So when I saw the island explode and shit like that, I was like, oh snap. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, like Shadow, he was cool, I thought, from Radical Highway, but after that, I was like, I liked him even more, and that was kind of that was one of my favorite points. Of course, you know, Eggman blowing up the moon that was crazy. Um, yeah, right, yeah, that's memorable. Um, um, what is that boss? The Egg Golem, that and the music, you know, what I'm saying and just Sonic's like, Teddy, yeah, the way he kicked it. Hey, Teddy, I was gonna say that. That whole game is built yeah, like the Shonen, like just like that anime. moment with Shadow is my favorite. But there, are, there are a lot of standout moments in uh, Adventure Two for me. What about you? Mm-hmm. I say, mine, uh, mine from Sonic Adventure One is the revelation that Chaos mm-hmm. could absorb emeralds and get more powerful. Uh, because like. Like I said, I played a few of the Genesis games on my little doohickey, but I didn't think that the Emeralds could do that, like be harnessed in a creature that can like utilize them like Sonic, but he's like an abomination. And like, you know, he's, and like the way he transformed into Chaos One, where like, you know, he was standing there doing his little idol animation. And then when he absorbed the Emerald, his whole animation and demeanor changed. And he had those like, you know, his spikes were sticking out to the sides and stuff. And he had that big old arm with the emerald embedded in, like, the ancient bones, it looked like. And I was like, oh, snap. And then as he turned to Chaos 2, and he was, like, jerking and shit, fighting Knuckles. And he, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a slugfest. And I always wanted to see, like, every when I saw that, I always wanted to see Chaos 3 and Chaos 5, but they don't exist. So I used to always draw what I thought they would be. And, like, Cause it was just so that was so cool of a concept for Sonic. Cause yeah. like I said, I played Sonic Adventure two first, so I knew you could use him to teleport and you know Chaos uh, Spear and all that kind of stuff. So in my head, Chaos can do all of this. Like 
you know, like in uh, as you fight him, you see his abilities getting wilder and wilder. Like, think about in Chaos Four how you all the emeralds leave his body, and then he turns into the water droplets and just launches them at you. Like, it looked goofy, you know, how they're bouncing around the pond, but I'd always just imagine what that, you know, what that's supposed to represent. Like, he has total control over these gems. Sonic couldn't reach up there and grab one if he wanted to, because it's not under his control. Like, he can't summon them like he can in the later games. He's, you know what I mean? So that's that's why, like, after that point, the chase to get the emeralds was so much more interesting to me, because once he once chaos gets him we can't use him at all and that's like wild because he already has one so supersonics off the table like they just threw me they just threw me for a loop i, I didn't know how the fuck we were gonna be chaos <laughs> well i mean knuckles was there so you know i knew he was uh what's it called the protector <laughs> of the master ever rule <laughs> <laughs> Double cross my he just talked about you. <laughs> well, uh, what's it called? Um, and in Sonic Adventure 2, uh, the wildest moment was probably. Well, I'll knuckles. I said he was my favorite character. But uh, when he broke the Master oh, Emerald yeah. so Eggman wouldn't take it, that was nuts to me. That's the first time we see him in the cutscene. I was like, oh, okay, it's a black hedgehog. Because, you know, in the Sonic Adventure 2 battle version, they, his skin is darker. Apparently in the original version, it's like the lighter color. But in Sonic Adventure 2 battle, his skin is darker. So that's why. But, I mean, I, I think it's right because he was Jamaican to begin with in Sonic 3. But I'd have to say that uh, he, seeing him do that and, like, just have his voice like Snuckles' voice I don't really fuck with any of his new voices that alright that voice that deep ass yeah. Sonic Adventure 2 voice is perfect for him to me cause like he's a loner like he don't fuck with niggas he can't make him know hey Sonic like nah he's oh Sonic what it do like uh, he just, he, he's not yeah. him and Sonic were rivals at first and now they get, they get along. They're not it, yeah. best friends. They've been through a lot together. Yeah. It's like Superman and Batman. And Knuckles is Batman. <laughs> but he's not as smart. But he's not stupid. He's just... You're not going to trick him the same way twice. The Eggman got him on the side two different ways. <laughs> and the first time, Knuckles didn't even know Sonic. So that doesn't count. Uh... And so, you know, shit like that, like, you know, they set him up to be a dumbass, but Knuckles, like, breaking the Master Emerald, Rouge, why would you do that? You fuck my shit up. First of all, that's not yours. And second of all, this is my shit, so I know how to repair it. Like, <laughs> like that was, of course, like, that's just the most logical way of thinking to me. Like, if it's just out in the open like that, fuck it, if I'm right here and... In Sonic Adventure 1, when the Emerald got broken and released Chaos, there's no Chaos in there yeah. anymore. So fuck it. I could, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the logic is consistent over those periods of time. And so that that, that jumped out at me, it made me think, like, okay, so this is going to be a game about the Emeralds as a whole. Because Sonic Adventure 1 was about the Chaos Emeralds. This one's going to be about the Master Emerald, but the Chaos Emeralds are still getting used. 
so and i didn't know about super emeralds at this point so i didn't have a reference for that but i assume sonic adventure 3 just to loop that around real quick we should be yeah, about that would be cool because that's why i, I like the way that it started at the beginning of sonic adventure 2 like when you think about the story yeah uh, as a whole like with eggman uh, mm. going to get that master emerald you're like okay you see what he's trying to do like even if you don't like once you know how everything is going on once you think you actually yeah. ask yourself the question why was eggman trying to oh all right okay and then yeah knuckles being like she like i loved his voice actor in, in the old ones there was even some dude on youtube he does like some um so yeah. like, what if Sonic stories and stuff like that? And like he does a real good like deep knuckles voice, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, that's how he used to sound. Not all you know what I'm saying? Well, hey guys, and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, for, nah forget that. <laughs> yeah, he got my nigga fucked up. I think it's a fighter. <laughs> that's why uh I'll say this, that's why I hope if they give Mighty a voice in the future, <laughs> they'll make him sound pussy. Mighty taught Mighty's the one that got Vector Swole, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. All right. Well, um, I think one last note that I want to get your thoughts on, uh, uh kind of is uh, related to Sonic, but moving off of adventure. I saw that uh, Netflix they ordered a show called Sonic mm-hmm. Prime. You see about that? Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah I was I, me about too. 20 I'm minutes before we started. For Sonic related anything, you know what I'm I saying? I was like, okay. So, yeah, I see like that. A 20, 24 episode series coming yeah, in uh, and, 2022. So, that'll be interesting. Yeah, and I say, uh, you also heard about Sonic's voice was actor. Was it the uh, Roger Craig down? Smith or somebody else? Roger Craig Smith. Um, he voiced him for 10 years. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Mm hmm. Yeah, sorry. I've been I've been seeing a lot of Ryan Drummond come back in my Facebook post or in my Facebook group. So <laughs> Sonic is the most attitude as character ever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, he's like naturally just cool. He doesn't have to try hard to be tight. He just does stuff. He doesn't yeah, he need just to say do anything to be living. cool. That's what made him cool. He would never hit the knee or. Yeah, he was just whoop. That was Sonic's sound for years. <laughs> and right. So yeah, like I lay this, I lay this out real quick as my final little little shindig. Uh, I I appreciate Sonic Adventure for what it was, but uh. I think that the thing that would have made it perfect was, or and it can still be done, but a hub world with mini games in the hub world, like how they do Yakuza, because like fishing could just be a mini game in the hub world. You could find Big sitting in a pond. Hey, Big, what you doing? Oh, just fishing. And you know you could play as him for a second, and when you quit the mini game, you go back to who you were playing as or something. But like, because you know Big just pops up places. Like that shit was funny. He's like a meme, like cameo character. What was the in Pumpkin Hill? He's like uh, stuck behind a grate or something, or in one of the space level, he's like flying around in circles, waving his arms around. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> but like, 
uh yeah that way they could bring the hub worlds back and still have side content like the go-kart races and the twinkle circuit or twinkle park and all that and they can have the sandboard snowboarding races and you know yeah lap races or some shit i don't know you know whatever they want but like they could have you know shit to do collect the balloon like they had the little side objectives in the mission mode on adventure one but that's why i say like they could they could hybridize a lot of these levels and right if lego can do it i know sonic can do it uh like they can they can have elements of a lot of these things and make most of it accessible to most characters with you know particular unique things going on and uh what's it called i think that would be i think that would be nice to bring it all together Right, I think that yeah, that'd be an excellent idea. Something to give the hub world some more flavor and make them, even if you're not talking to a bunch of NPCs, it's just if you don't feel like hopping from stage to stage, instead of having mm-hmm. just a um, what do you call it, uh, stage select screen, you know what I'm saying, give you a nice little hub world so you can do some things in, possible collectibles. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. tight. The NPC, some reactions to who you play as. Like, you're uh, Omega walking yeah. around. Niggas go step back and shit. Niggas huge yeah. covered in rockets and shit. Like. I was like, the only hub world that I found but offensive you know. was uh, the Mystic Ruins sometimes. Because I was just, first time playing through it, I just got lost. Super lost. Yeah. You don't want to try and just jump in the middle, but then you, yeah, okay, now I got to go this yeah. way. And then you get turned around, and now you're just in that bitch. Now it's bedtime. I ain't played uh, Sonic Boom, but Sonic 06, they had Hub Worlds in it that were pretty, you know what I'm saying, pretty empty and stuff like that. So yeah, it'd be nice to see Hub Worlds done justice. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and let you have that then. Um, Well, we appreciate you guys coming through for this very first lore of Sonic. Um, I'm thinking the get a people a little preview we have uh, mentioned his name quite a few times throughout this episode um i think next time we get together we gonna focus on the ultimate life form shadow kind of talk about him his story what he means to to us and um you know talk about his solo game just what he uh his role in each game and stuff like that so yeah uh look forward to that crispy chicken i appreciate you coming through and sharing your words and wisdom on Sonic Adventure. Uh, any last words besides the Hub World bit? Mm-mm, nah, I'm about through with it. Uh, I say, well, yeah, I, I will say this. Uh, that nigga Shadow can definitely <laughs> say, damn, he is 50 years old. Where's that? He's been through enough life. So, yeah, I'm going to look right. forward to that. Hell yeah, well, Again, thank you, Crispy Chicken. Thank you, people. This has been the Silence is Heard podcast. The first lore of Sonic. Hope to see y'all for the next one. All right, we out.